Joining me right now on Kumite TV is the face of Bellator, Richard Kiley. What's going on, Richard? What's the story, my man? You got it, moon. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Uh, but I'm thinking uh, Dylan Dallas. I thought he was the face of Bellator. What happened? Did you take that title from him? I was the original face of Bellator. I am the original face of Bellator. There's loads of people claiming that their face it is the face of that. I am the original face of Bellator. Anyone else that claims it, you know, they're uh, trying to replicate the original. So it is what it is, but I am the original face of Bellator. And, you know, after I knock out the snake, you know, everyone will acknowledge me as, so, as such. You know, he's their poster boy, so um, I'm going to be taking his, taking his place. I love what you're doing, man. I love that you're taking your career by the balls and calling out the biggest names and chasing after the biggest fights because that's what it's all about, man. Sometimes you got to do that. And, and some people, they don't like it, but hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I don't care. I don't care whether they like it or not. But I tell you what, whether they like me or dislike me, they're definitely watching. So whether they, they want to see me get knocked out or they want to see me win, they're definitely watching. So I don't care what people have to say. Like, I'm not here to queue up and do 10, 20, you know, fights before I hopefully get a shot. I hope someone picks me in the queue. I'm skipping the queue. You know, I feel like I deserve it. So who's anybody else to tell me what, the, what I can and can't do? Someone else, it's, nobody has the right to tell me what I can and can't do. But I feel like I deserve some. I'll go and get it. That's what I did. And I will pick out, pick on the, the people who have uh, the biggest and the baddest because I'm not afraid of anyone. I recognize my skill set. People can see the, the, the different the disparity in records and they can look at that and, you know, do a lot of them. discard me as being a realistic winner. But let them. That, I, I enjoy that. That'll make it even more of a shock when I knock out the snake. He's very ugly, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, to each his own, man. To each his own. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now let's go back to the press conference, you know, late July. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, more eyes chased after you because of that. And, you know, like if you look back at what MVP said and what you said, what did his behavior and his mannerisms say about his attitude towards you and the fight? That was a coward's way. It showed that he was insecure. Anyone that has that you need props to hide behind the phone and the fake laugh. Um, you know, we saw in the daily fight, he likes being the hammer, he doesn't like being the nail. Um, you know, we roasted daily in the press conference, you know, so he turned up and the title was torn up and he's, he got distinctly uncomfortable when he wasn't able to match, match me um, uh, cognitively. You know, I'm much more intelligent than him. I was much more articulate than him. I was much sharper than him, a bit quicker with the tongue. I was much prettier than him, too. Um, so, what are you laughing at? Huh? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Um, so, yeah, look, and then, you know, he pretended with all this, like, oh, he doesn't, he's not giving me a, whatchamacallit, he, he's, he's treating this as a tune for you. He's had to go very quiet now, though, isn't he? You have to go very quiet now because I think you recognize when he took this this fight, it was an emotive decision. He saw the record, you know, like all good bullies, you know, he likes to be able to pick on people that he thinks he can beat up. So he saw a record out and he thought he could, uh, you know, he, he could he could get another highlight reel off the back of the Lima fight. You know, now he knows that he, this isn't going to be one of those fights. So he's had to go quiet now. He's trying to, you know, um, he's trying to minimize that that shit talking that he was doing saying that you know, this is only a tune-up fight and we said to go very very quiet because he knows I can knock out anyone in this division and he hasn't fought anyone like me anyone that moves like me um, and he's already shown that he can be put out with one shot 
And I've shown that I've got a legitimate one-shot knockout power. You know, not just on one fist, not just on one arm. But, you know, having legs, knees, arms, elbows. So he's nervous. What happens? What happens if Fury now if he loses to a three-month fighter? Exactly. It's a it's a risky fight to take, man. Especially a guy against you. I like you. Don't give. Yeah, don't give him any credit for him taking a risk. This wasn't him. This was him trying to be a bully and seeing a, a whatchamacallit, seeing a, a, a three-month fighter and then wanting to, um, wanting to uh, see if he can get a highlight reel. This wasn't about him taking a tough fight. Now he knows the tough fight. I'd say he's sick and took it. So, hey. And he's going to be sick. He's going to be sick in the 28 when he wakes up with his jaw on the other side of his face and no career. Have you had any interactions with him since the press conference? No, he's gone on the missing list. He's starting to be quiet, but you, you saw how, like, after all that watching, all that apprehend that he, you know, feigning this interest and, you know, feigning this, you know, this lackadaisical, uninterested kind of demeanor. As soon as I turned around and got in his face, the mask slipped, and you saw what he was really like. He was, you know, he was at a, a heightened sense of awareness. He was, you could already, you could tell he was, you know, he was jittery, pushed me away, jumped in behind a load of security guards. You know, that's the real Michael Vagina page. You know, the coward. That's what he is. Like I said, he likes being the hammer, he doesn't like being the nail. Like all good bullies, you know, what do they do when someone stands up and gets in his face? I'm not, that, none, of, none of what he does. I've seen all that type of obfuscation, you know, movement before. You know, I know exactly what he's doing. You know, he has not fought anyone like me. You know, and the, the bad thing, the unfortunate thing for him is that he's come to be as a guy, a three and one. We've seen his style countless times before. Definitely. His last fight, you know, against Douglas Lima. What did you get out of that fight about his style when you analyze it? Nothing much. Nothing much in fairness. Like, in fairness to him in that fight, I got more from his other fights than I did from the Lima fight. To be fair to him, he was, you know, he was arguably could have picked off Lima, but it was complacency that beat him. Um, he got complacent. Lima's not particularly quick, but, you know, he's, you play, he's an intelligent fighter, um, and it was complacency. Like what, what MVP was trying to do was to work off Lima's kicks, let Lima throw the kick, and as he throws the kick, MVP was banking on his speed of hands and movement being faster than his kicks, faster than Lima's kicks. Lima caught him. He was frustrated, tried to pounce him straight away, and Lima just too experienced. And like I said, he's an intelligent fighter, um, but he lacks, what he lacks in, um, I suppose, dynamism in terms of speed, he makes up for intelligence and his intelligence and the MVP's complacency slash arrogance um, conspired to um, put MVP in the end of the highlight reel. You know, this time I don't expect him to be complacent. I expect him to come out all comes blazing, but that's going to feed into my hands and he's going he's gonna to end up on the end of another highlight reel this time against mine. So, push MVP, hard luck. <laughs> when you approach a fighter, you know, when you prepare for a guy, what is the approach? What is your preparations like? As in, what? Well, my preparation is, my preparation is the same. Like I, before I went into MMA, I kickboxed for a long time, so I've seen, I've seen that. Like I know, I know what the, I know what the ostentatious movement is, and the exaggerated movements, and the, the arrogance, the swinging the arms, and you know. All this type of stuff. That's to that's to hide the fact that he's a blitz one two merchant. You know, he's a world class blitz one two merchant. Blitz is, is excellent. Um, so I'm aware of that. Like I'm not disparaging his skill set, but he's one dimensional. 
You know, we saw that against Daly, we saw that against Gonzalez, you know, even against Soibor. I wasn't impressed with that. I, if anything, I was actually disgusted with that. Um, and over the hill, Soibor Santos, you know, you could see him coming. It was like he was moving through quicksand. You could see him coming a mile away. Pick your shot. You could have picked anything there. You could have turned around, turned around, made a phone call, turned back, and Soibor still would have been mid-punch. You know, so that's absolutely no way. Uh, Again, that just highlights the bully, the bully in him, you know. He likes being able to pick, he's a padded record, he likes being able to pick on people that he knows he can beat. That's where he gets his highlight reels from, you know. You know, he's a fraud. I saw that you were training a little bit with uh, Johnny Walker, another phenomenal striker, um, a big guy, great movement. You know, what did you get out of the sessions you had with him? I think you should ask Johnny Walker what he got out of the sessions with me. That's, I think, would be more applicable applicable uh, thing. What I got out of fight of sparring Johnny Walker was big guy, 6'4", athletic guy, similar to MVP in terms of stature. Um, but, you know, just ask Johnny Walker what he got out of me. You know, that's, uh, that's, more, that's more of an applicable question. Johnny Walker is a very nice guy. He's a, super, a great athlete. What have you. Um, but can, we train SPG. We train with you know, countless great athletes. You know, like you, like say, what you want about the martial art, like the martial arts, the athleticism, and all that type of stuff. We're very we're an intelligent bunch. You know, and my coaches, John Cavanagh and Dave Roach, are probably extremely bright guys. You know, so we, we we know we understand strategy. We understand we have an answer for an answer essentially. So, um, so in terms of our preparation, we know what he brings to the table. I wouldn't be surprised if this so-called world-class um, striker turns into a grappler as soon as he feels the um, as soon as he feels the power I carry. So we're preparing SPG, for that. So. Like you said, your gym SPG. You know who are the guys that you've been grinding with every day to prepare for a page. We have John Phillips, Macon Americani. We have Gunnar Nelson. who's sparring with him there during the week. And um, uh, Artem's there. Like so who's who of. Um, I mean, Connor's out injured, of course, at the moment. Um, but, you know, we world class. Like, I was sparring today against uh, John Michael Shield, another exceptional boxer. Like, even, even the guys that aren't well known are world class. You know, it's so. You know, it's it's pick your, pick your poisons. Like, I've said this countless times before. There's no such thing as going onto the, the map on the pro team and going, you know, I'm a bit tired today. I'm going to have a nice season. I'm going to pick him because no matter who you go with, you know, they're, they're exceptional. You know, they're at least exceptional in one area. The majority of them are exceptional in a lot of areas. So, um, so there's no there's no easy round. So, like, no matter what happens in the cage, I don't envisage it being any more difficult than what I did with the train. You go out there, you knock out MVP, you get a highlight reel. What is the plan for the rest of the year? What is the plan for two thousand or twenty twenty? Within within two fights, when I was with Bano, the biggest European organization, I had a world title shot. Okay, when when my first fight, like in my very first professional fight, I called out MVP and I called out Paul Daly. People laughed. My second fight, I called for a world title shot. People laughed. The world title shot happened. And my this will be my fifth fight. The MVP fight will happen. Okay, so uh, as people want to be start looking at laughing at the other side of their face now because what I'm calling for, I'm getting, and I'm making it happen. Um. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that when I knock out 
uh, Michael, that I fight for a world title, you know, and to be nobody that's ever done it quicker than MMA. And I know people might laugh at that, but come here, have a look at my track record, what I've called for, and the, there's very few people. Can you name me anyone else in MMA? I'm not talking about in um, I'm not talking about in Ireland or in Europe, but anyone else in MMA that has had such a quick ascendancy. I've only had four fights. Only had four fights. You know, on the face of an organization, it was the face of the biggest European organization now on the face of um, what we call it, one of the biggest global organizations in the world. When I knock out their poster boy and probably argue, arguably their biggest star, you know, nobody can argue with that. So why not a world title shot after it? After Lima and McDonald, you know, MVP lost to Lima, you know, I'm taking, he's probably the, he'd probably be next in line for whoever is due a title shot. Um, so, you know, when I knock him out, why not me? Um, I've already proved before that I can do it. So, you know. McDonald and Lima, you know, they're going to fight for the title. Um, mm -hmm. Who do you got? Who do you feel that, you know, after you knock out MVP, who are you going to fight? It depends. depends what McDonald turns up. I think McDonald, at, I think McDonald at, um, you know, at his best, and by his best, I mean with his mind, right? Um, I think he takes it. Um, but if he doesn't have that, if McDonald turned up against uh, Sassy, uh, fights Lima, I think Lima will, fight, will beat him. So it's a toss up. Based on ability, McDonald. Um, but we all know that this it doesn't just come down to ability. I've seen countless fighters that are brilliant in the gym, brilliant on the pads, doesn't translate into the cage. And um, Cerrone is another perfect example of that. You'll have, you look world class at some, and then sometimes someone will just break him, break him mentally. Diaz broke him mentally. You know, I watch, watch out for Paige. Paige is fragile mentally, you know, particularly now after coming off the back of um, the back of that uh, Lima loss. And I saw it in the press conference. Why should someone that's only three and one affect him or get him so rattled? You know, why are you rattled, Michael? Why are you rattled if you're so, if you're so sure you're going to? Take me out. Anything if he doesn't take me up in thirty seconds, it's a failure. Three and one record, and if he hasn't knocked me out within thirty seconds, that should be looked at as a failure for him. You know, and then after a minute, I'm still in there and catching him with shots, catching him glancing blows. You know, he's out there getting his, he's out there getting his vision rocked. He sees the flash. Watch, watch. He's fragile. He'll go for the takedown. He'll shoot for the takedown. He'll start panicking. You know, or when I'm not going into his fucking. Smoke and mirrors when I see through that, he can't catch me. It's a much different fight then. That one he's only one dimensional. When you have an answer for that one dimension. What's he gonna do then? And it's my world. Man, that fight is gonna happen soon, man. September 27th, Bellator 227, co-main event. It's huge, man. I'm I'm glad that you're getting this opportunity and you're gonna be able to do it in front of your home crowd of Dublin. Man, it's exciting. Thank you so much for the it's time, huge, Richard. Man. And uh, good luck on your fight and your future. Oh, man, thank you and appreciate the call. Um, and all the best. Be keeping me away on your show as well.